I said, I'm thankful I know who Jesus is. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. He's good, isn't he? I feel the Holy Ghost in the. Come on, let's worship the Lord for a moment. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody just shout hallelujah. My, 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 I'm telling you right now, the Holy Ghost is in this house. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Ain't God good? Amen. He's the same God we're singing to whether we're playing a harmonica. We've got a 10-piece orchestra. Amen. And I am so thankful today that I know that he abides in the praises of his people. There is something that begins to happen. Amen. In the lives of people, when we begin to worship God, he comes down, he visits, he inhabits. Amen. He manifests himself. And today he's in this place. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. My, it's so good to be in the house of the Lord this evening. I give honor. Amen. To all that are gathered in the house today, all of our guests, we're glad that you're here with us. Praise the Lord. Amen. I, um, I walked back into the, uh, uh, the Kids Quest area, and they were getting ready for Kids Quest area, and I looked back there. Amen. And I, I, I told him, I said, don't nobody stand like Reverend Bob Allen. And he was turned around, and he was talking with uh, uh, Brother Bennett back there. And I asked him, I said, are you ready to preach? And he said, oh, yeah. So anyways, amen. He just happened to be visiting us tonight. Amen. I want to tell everybody this is a great man of God. Amen. And I want to, I want to welcome him to this pulpit. Amen. I want him to come and preach and minister to this congregation. Amen. This, you know, this is a man that needs no introduction. Everybody knows Brother Allen. Brother Allen, come preach tonight. Praise the Lord. Can we give that to the Lord tonight? He's worthy of all praise. Let's thank him just to be able to come into the house of the Lord, to gather together in one mind and one heart today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. We praise you. You can be seated for a moment of time. I tell you today, I love my bishop. Hallelujah, Brother Cook. Uh, you know, we are attending church in Providence, and my pastor, Philip Dunn, and I called to let him know, Sister Kaylin, uh, she ate some mushrooms accidentally, and She's allergic to them, so she ended up pretty sick tonight. And so my wife was staying with her. And I tell you, my grandkids have been bitten by the Kids Quest bug. <laughs> Hallelujah. They said, we want to go, Papa. We want to go. And, and as I sat there and I was praying, I started reading through some things. I said, come on, girls. I said, come on, I'm going to take you. I said, I'll make the phone call. and I'm going to take you and go visit and be a part of the service tonight with the good folks of Madisonville at Praise Temple. And hallelujah to see my bishop. And I love you, Brother Cook. I love you, Brother Cook. I love this congregation. And uh, we just want to see the goodness of the Lord fall in every aspect and in every way in everybody's life. You know, we're, in, we're living in hard times. Do you know that? Hallelujah. We're living in a season of political unrest and civil unrest and all the things of the world that's going on. But I come to tell you this. You're blessed. 
Hallelujah. You're blessed in the middle of distress. Hallelujah. With everything that's going on in society and in the world today, I'm telling you right now, when you got your heart right, when you got your mind right, when you got your spirit right, when you got your soul right, I'm telling you right now, there ain't a devil in hell. Hallelujah. That can begin to come against you, that can come against the church, that can come against any aspect of your life. Oh, yeah, you ought to be up. Hallelujah, lifting up your hands and thanking God that you're a blessed people today. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 But Brother Allen, what if I'm in the valley of the shadow of death? You're blessed, honey. Hallelujah. Because you got a God that's on your side. He said, I'll go with you all the way. I'll walk with you every step. Hallelujah. I won't let you down. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. But I'll go with you to the very end. I'm thankful today. Hallelujah. You know, this, this gospel's good enough to live by, and this gospel's good enough to die by. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for the anointing of the Lord that we feel. Hallelujah. All over the house. We give honor to Brother and Sister Cook today, to this great assembly. Hallelujah. To, the, uh, to the, being the, the, the president of the ALJC, for your leadership, Brother, for all of the District of Kentucky. I tell you, we're excited just to be a part of it. I'm telling you right now, God's doing some things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, and we're getting ready to see some things really break open. But if you've got your Bible while you're standing, you can turn with me to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 28. And I'm going to read a, a few verses of Scripture probably down to at least verse 7. But hallelujah, I want to thank the Lord today for another opportunity just to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord begins to read in Deuteronomy 28 and 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, thy God to observe and do all of his commandments which I have commanded this day, this day that the Lord thy God will set, set thee on high above all nations of the earth and all thy blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Did you hear that? Hallelujah. It goes on to say, Blessed shalt thou be in the city. Blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thine kind, and the flocks, and thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Hallelujah. For a moment of time tonight, I don't know how long we'll be but just long enough I might just have a Holy Ghost fit or hold down hallelujah before it's all over I got plenty of room up here hallelujah to move and to shout hallelujah but there ain't no doubt God's come to do something for somebody I come to preach to you today I've been blessed coming in and I've been blessed going out would you pray with me all over the house Jesus we come before you today God to give you glory God to honor you Lord in every aspect and in every way God you let the mercy of the Lord begin to fall upon your people and Lord we're going to give you praise and glory in every aspect amen and amen you can be seated give somebody a high five on the way down or something hallelujah praise the Lord the kids can't have all the fun praise the Lord sister Allen and I was sitting in northern California about uh a year, a little over a year ago, and we we had made our way through. We were on a 15-day road trip across the country to see the sights and the, the things that America has to offer. And 
We got to a little city there, and I can't even remember the name of it. It was around Clearwater, California, up around the Redwood Forest. And we were going to decide we were going to stop for the night. We were just going to take a moment and sit down and not drive and just grab a good meal. And as I pulled into this quaint little town there in that northern California, and, and Pickens uh, Drive-In was the name of the place. And it was an outdoor setting. You sat around this big bar, and they would bring the food out to you, and it had just a little bit of a, an area where they'd go in and make the grill and it had one of them old swinging doors. You know what I'm talking about much like this one back here but it would open one way and then it would open the other way. It would swing back and forth. There was no way to keep it and as I began to sit there and order my food and I seen the waitresses come in and go out and come in and go out of that area where they were serving everybody I thought to myself I looked up and I seen a sign and it just said this blessed. Hallelujah. It said blessed across the top of the door. And I thought, wow, for California, that's pretty good. Hallelujah. And I began to look at that and I thought, wow, you know, she's blessed going in the door and she's blessed coming out of the door. Honey, I come to preach to you tonight about a God that said that he's going to bless you and you're coming ins and you're going outs. It doesn't matter what's going on. Hallelujah. There's a God that says I'm on your side and that I'm going to be with you and I'm going to lead you and guide you throughout the doors that rotate in life. Hallelujah. As I begin to look into the scripture here, I begin to start thinking about as I studied out this message and look. Proverbs 10 and 22 said, "Blessing the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow. Aren't you glad today that no matter what, hallelujah, no matter where you're at today, that we serve a God, hallelujah, that he's going to be with you and bring you through every trial, hallelujah, your blessing, I want to submit to you tonight, I want to submit to you, Bishop, that your blessing is not affected by people, it's not affected by place, it's not affected by trial, hallelujah, well, I'm telling you today, it ain't affected by somebody's opinion, but I'm telling you what, it's affected by. That's obedience to God. Hallelujah. Somebody will get a made up mind that I'm in this thing to win it and no matter what I'm going to face. <laughs> Hallelujah. No matter if I'm on the mountaintop, Brother Cook, or if I'm down in the valley, I've got an assurance, that blessed assurance that they sang about that's down deep in my heart. Hallelujah. That no matter what comes or what goes, I'm going to be blessed going in and out. Hallelujah. I ain't got to worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow take thought for itself. But if I'll begin to worship God, if I'll begin to lift my hands in the middle of the storm, if I'll begin to tell God it's your will, it's your way, it's your problem, it's your situation, and I'm going to claim your promises right over the top of it. Hallelujah. We can't allow the situations of life to affect us. You know, I thought about three different aspects that I, I'm going to try to bring tonight depending on time and Lord willing how much time I actually got. Probably got about 12 pages of notes, so we'll be here a while. Just, just joking. Hallelujah. But if we look at the scriptures that I just read to you, hallelujah, there's a lot of meat in what I read, and it all depends upon our obedience. That's what God is talking about. 
Whenever the children of Israel were getting ready to cross over and to go into the promised land. Hallelujah. There was a blessing that was commanded upon them. If they would be obedient to the words of God. If they would be obedient. Hallelujah. To the commandments of God. If they would follow him with their whole heart and their whole mind. Hallelujah. There wouldn't be a devil in hell that he wouldn't move. There wouldn't be a Jebusite, an Amorite, an Amalek, a Malachite. Hallelujah. That could fight against them that God wouldn't give them the victory over it's when we begin to understand hallelujah that this whole word of God it applies to you and I as individuals it applies to this church as a corporate body we all go through trials we all face things that come up on us with uncertainty, not expecting things to happen in our life. Death comes in the moment. Hallelujah. Sickness can happen to anybody in just a moment of time. But I'm here to tell you today uh, that God's blessings is still commanded. Hallelujah. Upon every individual, through every aspect. Hallelujah. What you got to do is put your shoulder to the wheel. and You got to keep pressing on. And the hour that we're living in, I, last time I preached I preached a message here never give in and never give up hallelujah from the days of John the Baptist till now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence but the violent take it by force honey I'm telling you this ain't no time to set back this ain't no time to just get a comfortable Pentecost posture in a chair honey but it's time to lift our hands and say I'm going through the battle but I'm going to go through it with my hands lifted up I'm going through praising God and you know what? The commandment that the blessings of the Lord is going to overtake me. Hallelujah. You know, children of Israel, they come out of the, uh, out of the wilderness there. They, come, uh, they came through and they begin to cross over. And hallelujah, God protected them and shielded them. And hallelujah, he brought them around through the, through the Red Sea up on dry ground. And they got to the other side. And hallelujah, they were sharing great victory. Miriam grabs the tambourine and she begins to sing the songs of praise unto God. But hallelujah, there was still an Amalek. Hallelujah, that was just ahead. And there was still some problems that was just happening. And the tambourine had been put down and maybe praise and worship wasn't happening. Uh, they, were, uh, they were murmuring. They were complaining. They, they had all kinds of problems, brother. Hallelujah. And then all of a sudden, their enemy sneaks up on them and sideswipes them from behind. Started to try to make war. Joshua, go down. Take men. Fight with Amalek. Ah, and her. And Aaron are going to the top of the mountain. And there we're going to watch the battle. There we're going to see what happens. Hallelujah. I, I, I was thinking the other day, I come back from preaching uh, in Litchfield this weekend. And I stopped in Beaver Dam and had the honor of preaching for Brother Keith Shepherd. And hallelujah, I, on the way home, I, I got to thinking about a message that I hadn't completely studied out. But for some reason, I guess uh, uh, I'll just go ahead and start thinking and, and use a little bit of it here. But, you know, you ever been to the ball games or seen the ball games, brother, where they got the guns and they shoot the towels out and they shoot the t-shirts out uh, people are ready to you know throw in the towel I wish I had one today that I could shoot out into the audience and on the towel it would say God is able God is faithful God never fails hallelujah God I'm not throwing in the towel but I've come to give notice to the devil hallelujah you ain't got no place hallelujah in a child of God's life <laughs> trying to bring them down trying to bring them out 
Hallelujah, I'm telling you right now. The enemy had complete and total annihilation upon their mind. Amalek, hallelujah, had made the position we're going to battle. And all of a sudden, Moses began to realize as his hands would stay lifted, hallelujah, if he could keep his hands up, that Israel would prevail in the battle and that the, the battle God would take over and it would become his. And hallelujah, as long as he was in a position and a posture of worship, hallelujah, as he was lifted in his hands I don't know but right now in the wars that are going on hallelujah let me tell you when we begin to lift our hands in worship when we begin to surrender wholly and fully and completely hallelujah in the middle of the situation and the problem that, that obedience God begins to command the blessing uh, though you're in the problem, though you're in the circumstance, that blessing is not affected. Hallelujah. Because God is looking at a child. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, I'm little, but you mess with one of my grandkids. Honey, I'll come alive. Hallelujah. I told a big guy one time, I said, I'll climb you like a sycamore tree. Hallelujah. Like a little squirrel. I, because why? Because I tell you, it means something. Somebody's got to get an understanding today. This thing means something. Well, I'll get back to the rest of the story as Paul Harvey said. Hallelujah. As they stood there, the hands began to grow weary. Pastor, I can't. Hallelujah. Bishop, I'm telling you, I know that the heaviness, I can't imagine what you have to deal with and bear. Hallelujah. I pastored for five years. Hallelujah. But I didn't, I just can't imagine. Hallelujah. With all of the troubles and trials and the way things are going right now. But I want you to know today, hallelujah, he's got his hands lifted up. Hallelujah. And when he gets weary, what we've got to do is we've got to do this one thing, Brother Moore and Brother Chris Cook. Grab Brother Cook. Hallelujah. And stand him behind me, will you? Hallelujah. Uh, Brother Moore is going to be her. And uh, Brother Cook, uh, uh, Chris is going to be Aaron. And hallelujah, Brother brother, uh, Senior Pastor Brother Cook, he's going to be Moses. And he's weary. And he's worn. And he's tired. Lift your hands there. Hallelujah, Bishop. And he's been trying to fight spiritually the good fight of faith and if you don't think it ain't a fight that's exactly what Paul called it hallelujah when he was getting ready to leave I fought a good fight but his hands begin to grow weary the word of God says hallelujah Moses he couldn't do it all so they had to take a rock they had to take him and set him down hallelujah sat down right there in that comfortable looking chair it's better than a rock ain't it hallelujah but his hands grow weary. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he's got his hands up. And Aaron and her begin to make the realization if the battle's ever going to be won, there's got to be a little bit of unity. There's got to be a little bit of uh, coming together. There's got to be a little bit of, hallelujah, putting things behind us and moving on and going forward. Grab his arm, brother, and hold it up. I come to tell you today, you need to lift up the arms that are weak. You need to lift up the man of God that's in your life. It's going to be all right. You've been blessed coming, and you're going to be blessed going in every aspect and every way. Whatever you put your hand to do, I'm telling you, God's going to overtake you with the blessings of the Lord. Thank you, brethren. Hallelujah. Boy, Pentecostal calisthenics. Up and down. 
Hallelujah. Let me tell you, God's faithful. God's able. God wants us to know. Hallelujah. He said, and all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. If thou wilt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, blessed shalt thou be in the city. Listen to this. Hallelujah. Blessed shalt thou be in Madisonville. Hallelujah. Blessed. Come on now. Somebody said, woo. Do it again. I'm telling you right now. Somebody say, I'm going to be blessed in the city that I'm working in. To be blessed. Hallelujah. He said, I'm going to be blessed in the city. I'll be blessed in the field. Hallelujah. I'm out and I'm laboring. You're out and you're laboring. You're out and doing everything you can, knocking doors, driving buses, having uh, fish fries, doing whatever you can. Hallelujah. To invite somebody uh, to be able to come and to partake of the blessings that are commanded toward obedience to the Word of God. So if I'm blessed in the city, and I'm blessed in the field. That's just short for country. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now. I'm blessed wherever I'm at. It goes on to say. Thou shalt be a blessing. Blessed shalt be the fruit of thy body. Your children are blessed. Hallelujah. Because you're sitting on an apostolic Pentecostal pew. Because you're a Bible believing, tongue talking, Holy Ghost filled. Hallelujah. Child of the King yourself. Let me tell you. That's what it is all about. Your fruit will be blessed. Hallelujah. Your grandchildren, Brother Cook, are going to be blessed. These people's grandchildren. Hallelujah. And their children are going to be blessed throughout their life because of this gospel. Hallelujah. Said the ground shall be blessed, that the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind and of thy flocks. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Said the, thy basket, the, the storehouse shall be blessed. Let me tell you. Hallelujah. I don't know where everybody's at tonight. And I know that some people probably come in and, hallelujah, I call it the mully grubs or down and out because life is what it is. It's just hard. But I'm telling you, your situation does not dictate your God. Hallelujah. Your Your situation does not control God whatsoever. It doesn't hinder him. It doesn't make him back up. It doesn't make him look any more weary. Hallelujah upon you. But I'm telling you, whenever you're coming in these doors, whenever you're going out these doors, there is a blessing that's going with you and before you and around you. The power that's behind you. Hallelujah. It ain't going to fail you, but it's going to be there to help you all the way. Hallelujah. The power that was behind the children of Israel as they were there at the Red Sea. Pharaoh was on their back. There was a great gulf that was there, a great body of water, the Red Sea. But that cloud had become a, a shelter for them that Pharaoh couldn't find them in the desert. Hallelujah. It began to go before them. It began to drive away. Hallelujah. Through the middle of the problem of life. Oh, I just come to encourage you tonight. I come to build you up and to lift you up and to tell you it's all going to be all right. I used to sing a song years ago, it's going to be all right. And everybody said, when I quit singing, thank God, it's going to be all right. Hallelujah. My wife says I sang in three keys, and that's constantly B, A, and D. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
But I'm here to tell you today, I just want, I'm just joking. I want you to know that when we begin to do exactly what Brother Carpenter said last night, we had a, a Zoom meeting and it went great and the vision that was casted and everything that was given for the, the year ahead that's coming up. But Matthew, the Word of God says in verse 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. That pretty well sums up everything that I'm trying to preach to you tonight. Hallelujah. It's got to be a God complex in our life that says, no, I ain't going to do this till I pray. No, I ain't going to do that till I pray. No, I understand. Hallelujah. That when I'm in the valley, that all I got to do is put my face down. Hallelujah. And get right with God and say, God, I'm in the middle of something. And when we begin to see God, Hallelujah. We begin to seek God. We'll see God show up and show out on behalf of his children because he loves us with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. The commandment begins to let us see. Hallelujah. That the Lord said there's going to be plenteous. That he's going to be, it's going to be his good pleasure. Hallelujah. To bless us. You know, I think about this little prayer. This little bitty. Three verses of scripture. Two verses of scripture that's found in 1 Chronicles 4. And, and 9 and 10, and it just talks about a man by the name of Jabez. Hallelujah. Jabez, brother, he just didn't think a lot of himself probably growing up. Jabez had a complex probably because, hallelujah, the things and the way and the things that had happened to him. and Hallelujah, he wasn't as honorable as his brothers, so his family thought. And 1 Chronicles 4 and 9, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear thee in sorrow. Hallelujah. Because she was in the valley whenever the blessing began to come. Hallelujah. Can I tell you? And Jabez called on the Lord, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest and bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand may be with me. Thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve thee. And listen to this. Hallelujah. Because he asked... Hallelujah, have not the word of God says because you ask not. You have not because you're not knocking. You have not because you're not praying. Oh, I'm telling I come to motivate. I come to inspire somebody. Hallelujah to realize. Jabez, it says God granted Jabez. Hallelujah. That which he requested. I tell you, gives me a new outlook on prayer. Gives me a new outlook on what I need to be doing. It gives me a new outlook. Hallelujah. My finances. Uh, uh, you, you might say to yourself. or They ain't where they need to be. My, uh, my home life is troubled. And hallelujah. My, my family it seems like. Uh, they're just torn apart. They're, uh, they, it, th- it seems like that. God do you even know my name. Can I tell you today. Hallelujah. That he knows you of an uncertainty. Hallelujah. It says so intimately. That he knows the numbers of, of hairs that are up on each individual's head that's sitting under the sound of my voice today I want you to know hallelujah that he cares about your sorrow he cares about your problem he cares about your troubles he, he sees when you're in the valley hallelujah and the enemy is closing in God what do we do where do, lobo, you don't know no more, huh? where do we find ourselves when we're walking and Brother Allen, the valley seems so dense. It seems so troubled. It seems, hallelujah, like I don't know which way to go, what direction. Hallelujah. Jehoshaphat found himself in that similar situation. 
Jehoshaphat found himself, Brother Cook, that, uh, hallelujah, here uh, he sees the word begins to come to him. And it says, and it came to pass here in Second uh, Chronicles chapter number 20. Hallelujah. It says, it came to pass also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, which were on the other side of the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Hallelujah. Here we have three nations, basically Ammon, Moab, hallelujah, and Mount Sire. They've joined leagues. They've come together to fight their cousins. Hallelujah. That's family feud. It's on. Hallelujah. And Jehoshaphat begins to do exactly what we always need to do whenever we find ourselves in the trouble and in the situations that he was in hallelujah he began to fall down upon his face he began to cry out to God he began to gather the elders of the church he began to make a fast hallelujah he began to tell God hallelujah you wouldn't even let us destroy him hallelujah when we were coming out of Egypt we were coming through that wilderness hallelujah and we were getting ready to go into hallelujah uh, that area you, you wouldn't let us destroy Ammon or Moab Hallelujah. You remember Lot? These were his grandchildren or his children, so to speak. Hallelujah. He said, but now, look how they repay us. Now, look what they've done. Anybody ever hurt you? You ever found yourself where you, woo, hallelujah. The scars. (laughs) Woo. The bitterness. That can come. All of the things that can begin to start to develop over the offense. Over the things that could, could have been avoided but they weren't. And because of that. It caused so much destruction. Hallelujah. I'm telling you here Jehoshaphat is. And he finds himself. Hallelujah. Talking and praying. And with all of the elders of Israel. And all of the people. And they begin to set the. Hallelujah. The prayer meeting to going. And God begins to speak. And God begins to tell Jehoshaphat. You see your enemies. Hallelujah. Don't dictate your God. Hallelujah. In my own words today. He began to say. You ain't going to have to fight in this battle oh Jehoshaphat you just stand still and see the salvation of God you see what happens man of God just stand still when you don't know what else to do stand with your hands lifted stand and begin to praise God in the middle of the valley hallelujah because God sees the beginning and the end of all things do you hear what I'm saying tonight be encouraged God hears what's spoken in the darkness And it's revealed in the light. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise God. So the battle is getting ready to take place. All the armies are converging. And there's Jehoshaphat. Hallelujah. And he's got a decision to make. Do I put the the horsemen and the chariots and the soldiers and the spears and the swords and all of those things? Hallelujah, as he got ready to go out on the cliff of Ziz and look down upon the valley of Barak there. And what do I do? And he began to come to the conclusion, God is going to fight this battle. 
I believe God from the beginning of this thing to the end of this thing. And the word of God said he began to do something, hallelujah, that would blow the, the, the logic of most people out of the water. He began to put the praisers and the singers, hallelujah, out in the front of the battle. And they begin to sing and to praise and to lift up the beauty of holiness, hallelujah, before the enemy. And the word of God says that when they begin to come out and they begin to look down, they had the high ground. Let me tell you, ever saints said none of the sound of my voice. You got the high ground. You got the moral authority. You got the God of your salvation. You've got not Jehovah Junior, but Jehovah himself. Hallelujah, that's a hold and hold it on to you. Jesus is his name. and He has all power in heaven and in earth. Hallelujah. Thank God I know that name. But I'm telling you today that they begin to praise God. Hallelujah. And when they did, God began to turn every man's sword upon his brother. Hallelujah. The children of Ammon and the children of Moab. Hallelujah. They begin to fight one another. I'm telling you right now, hallelujah, the battle was set in array one against the other, Mount Sire, uh, before it was over with, hallelujah, before it was done, what they had thought was going to be the destruction of the Jew, Jer, Jer, Jerusalem and all of the people therein, what they thought they were going to take, their laid bodies, hallelujah, all over the valley there, hallelujah, and God began to turn their valley into a blessing you wow hallelujah can I tell you today the valley that you're walking through the place that you're at today hallelujah I come to tell you you're going to be blessed going in it and you're going to be blessed coming out of it no matter where you're at God's going to move upon your situation hear what I'm saying tonight the word of God says that after the they had they had slaughtered one another as they lay there that the children of Israel went down into the valley and they began to carry not up one day, not up two days, hallelujah, but they began to go multiple days down into the valley and they began to pull the treasures that were upon all of them. They began to pull all their equipment. Hallelujah, Satan said, I'm going to get him. Jehoshaphat's going to die. I've got him in the place I want him. Do you understand what I'm saying today? Hallelujah, the old serpent, that old snake, that old dragon, hallelujah, wants to do everything he can to cut the head off of the ministry to hurt the man of God to hurt the people of God hallelujah but I come to tell you today because there was a blessing commanded hallelujah in the book of Deuteronomy 28 oh God was going to move in every aspect they were days carrying the spoils and the blessing hallelujah that was there why because the hand of God was upon them. The hand of God was in the midst of everything that was happening. Oh, I won't keep you a lot longer. Just a little bit longer if that's all right. I just got something else in my spirit that I want to preach. Hallelujah, just for a minute. You go to the book of Numbers. You hear the story about an old prophet by the name of Balaam. You hear about a king, Moab again. Hallelujah, and their king, Barak. Hallelujah, that wanted to curse the children of God. He wanted to he said you he sent his entourage. He sent his princes to go down to fetch Balaam, bring him hither cuz I'm going to have him curse the children of Israel as they lay down in the valley. 
as they lay down in the valley there. Hallelujah. And the word of God said, he said, God spoke to me and I can't curse what God has blessed. He said, you just go on back home. Hallelujah. You just go on back and tell the king, he, he ain't got nothing he can give me because I ain't coming. Wouldn't be long that he would say, no. You go back again, and he sent more honorable men. How dumb was he anyway? Why would you send the most honorable to begin with? You know, that old slew foot, he ain't got much sense anyway. Hallelujah. But he goes down, and he gets them. Hallelujah. And Balaam agrees to go. We know that as he's traveling, hallelujah, the angel of the Lord is following by because it was in a tight spot as he rode upon the mule. Hallelujah. That the donkey... Hallelujah, found himself wedged there. and Hallelujah, the angel of the Lord spoke to him <laughs> as he smote the donkey. Hallelujah, I'm telling you right now, he should have realized then, I better go back home. But he went on with the journey, brother. Hallelujah. Oh, but the, the king of Moab said, oh, thank you for coming. Hallelujah. Just add living my own words today, if you don't mind. You can find it in Numbers 22, 23, 24. You can read it all. Let me tell you something. As he made the journey, he said, let me take you over here. He said, up on this mountain. He said, and I want you to perceive the view of the people from over here on this side of the mountain. And as he began to look over there, he began to see and he began to look. And he, God said, you can't curse what God has blessed. Hallelujah. He went and told the king, he said, I can't curse what God's blessed. Hallelujah. No matter how bad you wanted me to, no matter how much you want to pay me. Why? Because there's a commandment, hallelujah, of obedience that had been given. And there was a command that had been followed. And as long as they were faithful, God wasn't going to let them be cursed in the middle of the situation. He said, oh, but you know, this ain't good enough. Said we, I want to take you to another mountain. I want to take you to another place. And you take this view of them and you begin to see. Oh, you surely you're going to find some iniquity inside of Israel. And as he looked, God began to remind him, Balaam, you can't curse what God has blessed. You understand what I'm saying today? They're obedient. They're doing what they're supposed to be. Let me tell you something. Don't buy into the lie. Don't buy into the lie. Just because, hallelujah, a little trouble comes. Just because Satan's pressed upon you. And just because that there, there's been a trial in your life. Hallelujah, don't believe the lie. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm telling you, the king of Moab and his, and his anxiety, and he was an anxious man. He said, come on and let me take you to another place. Come on and let me take you to another view and another perspective. Let me take you up on a little higher mountain. Let her up, see. He said, let me show you them from another perspective. And this time for sure, you're going to do what I want you to do. Hallelujah. But old Balaam began to turn the word back. He said, I can't curse. Hallelujah. What God has blessed. As we're standing all over the house, stand up saying, I'm blessed. Hallelujah. I'm blessed. I'm 
I'm blessed. I'll never be cursed. It's going to overtake me. Hallelujah. It's going to run me. It's going to overflow. The anointing, the blessing, the healings, the goodness, the mercy, uh, the grace of God. It's everything all in all that I need in my life. Can we worship him? Come on as they're coming to the music. Hallelujah for just another minute or two. I want